ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast. I am Fidel Barraza. Alongside with me, Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley. And tonight, our special guest, former Alabama running back and national champion, Trent Richardson. Thank you so much for joining us. How you doing? Man, I'm good, man. Appreciate y'all for having me, man. How y'all doing? Doing great, man. Appreciate your time. Man, most definitely, man. It's a blessing. All right, Trent. So let, let's talk about a little bit of, you know, you're going to be playing for the Caídos de Chihuahua of the Football Americano de Mexico League, correct? Yes, sir. That is it. How, how? Tell us about your experience. How, you know, what led you to sign with this team? Well, you know what, man? It, it was crazy because I was having a tournament for my um for my little league program, TR3 Youth Program, I mean, Youth uh, Sports Alliance. We had a tournament and um they came out there. They actually got in touch with uh, somebody I know and, and, you know, they came to me talking about some football. And, you know, for me, I'm like, man, I don't know nothing about no soccer, man. I can't, you know, I can't run around that big old field and, you know, do all that, you know, uh, kicking. And, you know, I got bad knees. No, I just play. But, uh, man, I was, you know, I when, when they, you know, came to me about it, they was like, no, American football. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, they was like, well, just come out there and see if you like it. I, I, I bet you like it, you know, you know, have a good time and, you know, you know, just feel, you know, the atmosphere around it. Man, I saw it. went out there, bro. I fell in love with it, and you know, uh, you know, first we was just talking about me doing some brand ambassador stuff, man, because I really wasn't, you know, about to get back on this field. Um, but man, from the look of it, man, they, you know, they didn't talk me into it, and and, and you know, the biggest thing for me, man, was to talk it over my family and you know my loved ones, and and you know they, you know, they accepted it, man, because you know I'm a full time dad, so they accepted it, man, and you know for me. I don't want to be bouncing around and have my kids, you know, not have friends, you know, growing up, you know, they, they've been through that, you know, and so now we're in a you know good place. We just bought our house in Birmingham. So um, they love it out here too. So, and, they, and, and, you know, the community love them and they do a lot of stuff in their community and we got a whole, you know, a program out here, you know, and, and it's going great. So, you know, for me, man, that was the biggest pushback for me, you know, see how my kids accepted, you know, see how my loved ones accepted, like, and, you know, they fell in love with it. They was, you know, hyped to go out there and we enjoyed ourselves, man. And so it was all she wrote from there, man. They they gave me a contract that I couldn't turn down, man. And, and you know, I and I just fell in love with the whole place, you know, beyond the money, beyond the, you know, the, the politics, everything, man. Just the people around, though, they were just amazing. Yeah, I know that's great to hear, um, Trent. And I know you're going to be playing this upcoming season for them. Um, you know, comparing the NFL to this league, what would you say is the major difference? Uh, this league right here, you got actually everybody, you know, who, who wants to, you know, uh, 
be at that level to the NFL level. So they're doing everything they can. And you got people that's coming out there, you know, and, and you know, getting a second chance, you know, some guys who never got a chance, you know, some guys, you know, and, they, and we're taking guys who, you know, got in trouble in, in, you know, in high school, got in trouble in college, got kicked out, you know, guys who, you know, for the HBCUs, guys who didn't have that, you know, that, that, that experience to, you know, uh, have the experience that I had in Alabama or, you know, guys who, you know, just went through camp and, you know, you get the black bag at the end of the day, you know, that's tough. You know, when somebody tell you that, you know, your time is up and you feel like you can still play, you know, we were that, you know, we're that group of guys, you know, just how they got the Canada lead, man, you know, and I, this is the lead that we got here, you know, it's the family and, and you know, we're trying to be bigger and better than, you know, than Canada. And I think it will be there. And give me a couple of years, and I bet you, yeah, we'll be there, man. We're already doing some stuff with Rod Woodson. Um, we're gonna talk with a few more people. You know, I don't know if I can name all the other people, but you know, and they they love what's you know going on, man. And and you know, the partnership that's going to be you know in um, the deals and you know the sponsors and the advertising is going to be with this lead. It's going to be big. And I think you know, for people, you know, for, for one thing, we want people to realize that. Mesco is not just cartel and drugs. You know, it's a beautiful place. You know, if you've ever been there, man, you think about, you know, the place they have. They got Cancun, they got Cabo, they got Progresio, they got Mesco City. They got, you know, Chihuahua. All them places are beautiful, man. It's like Scottsdale. It's like uh, Phoenix. It's like Texas. It's like, you know, Seattle. I think, you know, all they there is running together, too. So, I mean, man, you look at, you know, places like that, man, you got to give these people opportunity. And so, man, that's, you know, the biggest thing for me, man. I want to change the community and the atmosphere around me. Yeah, and then with that being said, also too, you know, we've seen some uh, some injuries to NFL running backs here in the last couple of weeks of the season. Now, would you ever consider coming back to the NFL if uh, you know the right situation came across and they needed you to come back? Man, you know what, man, it, it had to be the right situation, man, and, and you know, of course. Um, I would have to talk it over to Carritos, and I would definitely have to talk it over my family, man, and my loved ones. And, and so, you know, with that, it, it had to be the right situation, man. And me, for real, I'd rather be down south because um, my whole NFL career, I, you know, my pro career, I done played up north. Um, I played where somewhere snowing or cold. Um, and it's crazy to me that, you know, in the NFL, where snowing and it's cold, they don't have any domes, which is backwards to me. But, man, I, you know, it had to be the right situation for me, man. And, and you know, I'm training. I'm, I'm still working out and – Man, I ain't got no choice, man. I got a 15-year-old and a 13-year-old. I got a high schooler, man. And so I got to, you know, uh, stay that pops that, you know, somebody, some young man walked up to my door one day. I'm going to have to let him know. I had to put that Mike Larry and, and, and Martin on him. I'm bad boys, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Right on. Thank you, Trent. Hey, appreciate it, Trent. How you doing? Thanks for joining us. Man, I'm good, man. appreciate you. Yeah, real quick, um, explain, man, what was it like playing for Nick Saban in Alabama? Oh, man, you know what? You know, it, it was amazing because Nick was more like a father figure than anything. Um, but he taught you the business part of it. And I, and I don't think you realize it, that, you know, he taught you that part of it until, like, you third, fourth year in the league. You know, like, well, dang, this is what coach is talking about. You know, how to handle these type of situations. And you don't have to just like the person that you're working with. Just know how to work with them. You know, coaches say stuff say stuff all the time. Like, no, don't don't listen to what I'm saying. Don't listen to how I'm saying it. You know, listen to what I'm saying. You know, what I'm trying to teach you. you know, because you might be in a situation where you're not going to have a guy like me that's not, you know, going to you know, pull strings, you know, go to, you know, go to bats for you. And you're going to have to, you know, work with that guy. And, and it's stuff like that, man, that, you know, 
we don't even we we, we got to cherish those moments, but we don't realize it until we leave there a few years after we're gone. And it's not even just only Nick Saban, you know, it's his whole coaching staff, man. Because I, you know, I got a question the other day, right? And, I, and y'all might ask this question, but I, I got a question the other day. They, they asked me who was you know big Nick Saban biggest hire, and I thought about you know everybody said Lane Kiffin, everybody said the Kirby Smart, and nobody mentioned Burton Burns. Now, Burton Burns had you know uh, uh, before he had Mark or Glenn Coffey, he had James Spiller. He had I mean he had James Davis, he had C.J. Spiller, um, and then he had you know Glenn Coffey, he had Mark, he had me, he had T.J. Yeldon, had Derrick Henry. Had Kenyon Drake, had Damian Harris. Yeah. Uh, man, the list go on. Got Derrick Henry, the list go on and on, man. And so, you know, Josh Jacobs, I mean, all these guys have been through his, you know, been through that room, that meeting room. So, and I, you know, I know that's a little off the question, man, but, you know, people don't give him the credit for these. I mean, you, you look at him now, he's with the Giants. You got Saquon right now. And he's playing, you know, at a high level too, you know, coming off that injury. I mean, so he, he he's a beast, man, you know. But his whole coaching staff is like that, man. He, he suspects a lot out of you because we suspect a lot out of Coach Saban, man. That's, and that's a leader for you. What is it about Alabama and these running backs? I mean, they get somebody to get one in the league every year. Man, it's running back you over there, man. It's running back you, man. And, like you know, that. they breathe them over there, man. And, and, and one thing about Nick, if you ever looked at his, you know, his track record, he always had a great running back. You know, when he was at, you know, when he was in the pros, he had Ricky Williams, you know. Um, and that was, you know, he'll tell you today, besides me, that's one of his favorite players, players ever. <laughs> but, and I ask him that stuff like that all the time because I always wanted to pick Nick Brain. Like, now, who was your favorite player? Like, who, you know, who gave you the most out of, you know, buying into your program? He was just telling me, Ricky Williams, nobody has ever been better than Ricky and, and, you know, to, you know, try to follow his footsteps to try to, you know, fulfill that hole that, you know, that, you know, I can, you know, have Coach Saban say that about me one day, man, that was a challenge, man. And, and I ran out every day, bro. And, and I tried to, you know, fulfill those shoes, man. And so my last year in school, you know, even just from being there, but my last year in school, me and Nick got real tight and I'm talking about bus trips. Like when we go down to Auburn or we'll go to Mississippi state, we take it to bus I'm sitting by him. We're talking on a plane. We're talking. We go do our little morning walk. We got a late game. I'm up front walking with him, talking. Um, in the movies, we go watch a movie. I got to sit by him. Um, you know, that was one of the things that he said about me. You're like, man, you know, it's going to be crazy. I'm not going to have you around because I did that for like two or three years. I think, you know, at the end of my freshman year, I started doing it. But, you know, for two years solid, I did it. And, um, and it made me better because it made me think about more than just football when it came to me. More than just, you know, the the the, the uh much more than a game. Because I you know, I got to pick his brain on other than football. Man, we talk about Miss Terry, you know, we talk about his dogs, we're talking about you know his his kids. I mean, his daughter, me and his daughter was in the same grade, and so we had classes together. Um, we'll talk about stuff like he would, you know, help me out, you know, with problems I had at home. You know, talking about my kids. I mean, it's still a lot of stuff today that I use in my everyday life with my kids that he taught me. Appreciate it, Trent. Most definitely. Trent, now it's my turn, man. I mean, how do I how how can I uh how do I send this off this show off right with a bang, right? So uh let's get let's get right into it. So uh, I, I did have a question uh about so far what you've seen from the crowds there in Mexico. So I mean, the crowd, 
as far as the fans, how are they embracing American football there? Oh man, they, they love it. Um, you you look at you know the the just the videos I've seen, or you know just coming out the, the the airport, man, and you got people running up to me. You got people taking pictures all over. Uh, you'll think that you were just getting off in the stop in LA. You got you know you got people just flashes coming at you. Um, and you'll be like, you know, I didn't even know that, you know, know about American football like that. But it's what, I think it's 40, 40 million or some fans out there or something like that. That's why they have an NFL game over there every year. Yeah. That's why they have one over there in London every year. Those are the two, you know, you know, popular places, you know, besides America, you know, that they love football. Um, so when you think about the stadiums, man, they 20, 30,000 deep every game. They halftime shows are bigger in the Super Bowls. I'm talking about a regular halftime show, man. And so, you know, just looking at all that on a video, I'm like, is this just, you know, is this the Super Bowl of y'all's or is this, you know, you know, is this the big game? And they're like, no, this is a regular game. And so, you know, it 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 won me over, man, because I, I love that crowd, man. I love the intensity. I love the atmosphere, man, of being in those big games. I always feel like, you know, the game is on the line. And, and you know, the team that I'm playing with, man, the owner, man, he's he's the Jerry Jones over there, man. He he is, you know, we're, we're the Cowboys, you know, we're we're the Mesco team of you know of Mesco over there, man, and, and that's what it is. So that that sounds awesome, man. Uh, I know we've heard we've heard we've heard of it from uh, I think uh, we've had other 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 people other players that have tried to make it into the NFL and. And a lot of them have said that that they're they're choosing to to play in Mexico. So it's great to hear. Uh, I can't wait. Hopefully, we can get some kind of airtime or be able to see that. Um, so real quick, uh, let because I, I got two really good questions. I know you're an SEC guy, man. So what do you what are your thoughts on Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC, and how long do you think? They need to be able to put up a, a, a team that can compete with uh, with your road tide. Oh man, I, with road tide, <laughs> that's tough, man. Um, it's tough because it you know, tough. You Nick, guys are dominant. Yeah, man, we we do that year in and year out. You know, that's that's a real dynasty that Nick has built over here, and so yeah. I think it's unfair, to, you know, for people to try to compete with Nick. Because Nick is not even competing with people anymore. He's competing with himself. You know, he, he's competing with, you know, I mean, he, he's the past Bill Brown on the championship, you know, uh, record. Now he's, you know, he got one more to beat, you know, at Alabama for him. But altogether, he got the most, you know, championships. So he's not even, you know, he's not even competing with nobody no more, man. Um, so when it comes to, you know, uh, Oklahoma, when it comes to Texas, man, I think it was a brilliant move for the SEC. I think it was a dumb move for the Big 12. I don't know how do you let them two teams, hard hitters, go. I mean, that's like letting Alabama and Auburn go or, or Alabama and LSU. Um, you cannot let these type of, you know, teams leave your program. That's like letting Clemson leave the ACC. You know, how do you do that? You know, you, you when you got the opportunity, you cannot, you know, mess it up. And, and you, whatever they had to do, they should have kept them happy. And for them to want to leave and get out like that, that's, that tells you a lot what's going on in Big 12. Um, but, you know, I, I think for them to compete in the SEC, I think it takes start maybe two years. If they give them that long, because, you know, some programs now, man, they only give you a year or two. I mean, I feel like they did, you know, you know, Pruitt messed up, 
you know, uh, the, the way they did Pruitt and probably because I'm biased because I, you know, Pruitt, Pruitt was a GA when I was in school. Um, but I feel like, man, when you're talking about SEC play or, you know, getting a program going right now, I think Stark would be the fastest one, you know, to, you know, competing in uh, SEC when it comes out those two teams right there. I mean, you think about it, it took Texas A&M a minute. It took them a while. They just starting to compete. Um, and they still ain't, you know, dare just yet. I mean, they had a couple years with Johnny Football. They had, you know, some amazing, great plays with him. But other than that, they still haven't been, like, dominant every year. They're going to get 10 or, you know, nine or eight wins a year. We haven't seen that just yet. Uh, but, you know, they have had some great players come through there, you know, um, with Mike and, 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 and you know, with, uh, with, with Johnny. So, I mean, but other than that, man, it, it takes a minute, man. You look at Missouri. Missouri I th- didn't Missouri go to the SEC Championship one year? Yeah, they went to the SEC Championship one year, right? If I'm not mistaken. I believe you are right. Uh, that was, what was that, maybe about three seasons? No, I'll, I get lost with the COVID season, man. They might have been a while back, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think uh, it was a while back. Yeah. yeah. They, had, they had some good pass rushers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they – it, t- it takes a while, though, to do that day in and day out, bro. It, it takes a lot, man. And, and that's why I look at folks, man, and, and when they try to compare, you know, teams or dynasties, or, man, ain't nobody doing it like Nick, man. I, and, and, and I'm not even being biased. You look at his track record. For his age, Nick is like one of the oldest coaches out there, and he's been yeah. the only one, you know, that can, you know, uh, adjust to, you know, what's been going on. Think about it. He went through the Urban, he went through the urban Myers area. He's going through uh, – he went through the Chip Kelly area with, you know, when everybody started doing a fast hurry-up offense. You know, and every one of his coaches are going somewhere the next year. And, you know, he's going through the Lane Kiffin stuff now. He, he's going through – you know, he's he's mixing it up every year, and he's out there putting up. And so when I look at Nick, man, I, it's just incredible what he's doing over there because I've never seen nothing like it. You know, you lose – 15 players to the draft every year, or, you know, you lose at least 10 solid players to the draft every year. And it's just like, well, he, he's, he's reloading. I tell guys all the time, a lot of players that Nick done had has been better than his starters. I mean, you look at Marcel Darius, he wasn't even the starter. He went third pick. He was, he was, uh, he was behind Terrence Cody. You, you look at, um, uh, um, you look at me. I mean, <laughs> look at me. You look at Eddie, you look at Derek. I mean, Derek, didn't get to play that much until like one of his last years. I mean, me too. Yeah. I mean, so you, you got a lot of guys out there, man, that just got a lot of talent. Man, you look at, you know, what them guys did with, with them three receivers that got in the lead right now with 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 um Judy. Yeah, with, with uh, Judy, with Ruggs, uh Jalen Waddle, man. I'm it's just amazing, man. And I mean, that's come from losing guys like Coop. Um, and losing them type guys, man. Yeah, there, Stewart. Yeah, like man, it's you know it's crazy, man. How he's you know building that every year. I've never seen that like it, man. And, and closest thing it is is Miami U. I mean, you know, I mean University of Miami. So I mean, it was the U for me back in the day. I mean, but now I mean that's the closest thing ever. And you know those two programs go back and forth when it comes to year in and year out. But Nick has been you know the most consistent coach. It is. Yes. I mean, look at, look at, look. I mean, look, Mac Jones, he only started that one year. He had a phenomenal season. Now he's a Patriot, but look at this young kid, Bryce Young, man. I mean, wow. And that's all you need in the SEC, man. You need one year. I mean, look what Blake Sims did. You know, a lot of people count him out. Blake Sims is one of the best quarterbacks that came through Alabama. And a lot of people don't even look at, you know, what he's done 
you know, for the University of Alabama. I mean, being one of the first black quarterbacks to start. Absolutely. That's big. Yeah. And, and I'm not, you know, even trying to go race, but I'm just saying that's that it was a long time for a black quarterback started at Alabama, you know, led that program out there. Man, we didn't have the guys come through. I mean, I was there with Star Jackson. I was there with Phil Sims was there. And I'm talking about them guys could play. Phil Sims had a big old. He went to Arizona and played for a little bit. Uh, went to Virginia, had a real good career when he left us. Um, but it, it's guys like, you know, Blake that, you, you know, people count out. And, I mean, he's done a great job, man, you know, with that one year that he had. I mean, because Blake was an athlete, right? And Blake, when he first got in school, Blake played running back. He was in our room. He played safety. He played a uh, receiver. He went back to running back, went back to quarterback, went back to running back, went back to quarterback again. And so they finally got it right with him. And he finally, well, Blake finally did. He finally got control of himself and, you know, tuned in and, you know, okay, this is what I want to do. This I'm going to really put my head in this. And he, man, he took off that last year. Man, it's well said. Uh, as last but not least, right, I, I, I want to get some info because I remember you saying you're, you, you are an ambassador for the, uh, you know, football Americano de Mexico, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I see that you have a company, uh, the TR three company, and uh, I, I've been I've been seeing some some combines. Yeah. So uh, let us know. I mean, wh- I mean, how how I know you were able to do one, right? Yeah, we did two already. We did oh, one two. in Dallas. Let yeah. us know. Let us know a little bit about it. Maybe you could bring some awareness to some of our um, audience. Uh, maybe even even bring bring some bring over some players too, right? Oh yeah, most yeah, most definitely, man. We did uh two already. We did one in um we did one in Dallas and we did one in um Pensacola. And they actually went real good on um, man. They actually offered like seven guys on spot one in Dallas. They I think they offered like what they talked to three right now out of Pensacola. Um and and but we're doing one in Birmingham October the twenty fourth. And all eight teams, all eight owners, all eight head coaches would be there. And so for me, man, if I was, you know, you guys, you know, this is an opportunity to have a real pro career. We're taking guys 18 and older, man, and, and they looking, they really, you know, American football ain't American football without, a, you know, without Americans. And yeah. so, you know, they're looking for this opportunity to give somebody, man, and you're talking about, you know, our dollars, $20 over there. I mean, you, you, you add that up, you know. I mean, so you got, you know, a chance to, you know, have a real combine and a real trial to have a pro career. <laughs> You know, have the opportunity that I had, or you know, whoever, and you can take this on, man, and, and you know, build a real career. I mean, guys, you get off the airplane, pitches snapped up, you can live like Kobe over there, man, and have fun and have a real good career. Start a business over there. I mean, some guys, I mean, I, my guy Brandon, man, he didn't even leave there in the pandemic. He was still staying. He's still there now. Um, they helped him start a business over there, man, and and uh, they, he's having fun over there, man. And I'm telling you, man, it's beautiful. I mean, so, man, guys come out. It's going to be October the 24th. All the flyers up on my, you know, all on my Instagram, all on my social media. Um, that's trich33 underscore. Um, but it's, you know, it's you are your way out. It's the link. Or, you know, you can go to TR3. Uh, uh, I guess, no, it's, it's you are your way. Uh, it's you, you are your way out dot com. You can go to that, man, and that links you in. And you can, you know, see everything. And more position you play the better your contract can be. They're paying you a real salary. You get full assurance. Wow. They're paying for transportation, room and board. Um, they'll find your place. You can find your own. You can put that in your contract, however you want it, bro. Like, this is a real pro career. 
And so I'm talking to these semi-pro guys, and they were like, well, we paying this, you know, for a trial, playing $500 for a trial. Yours only $150. Well, you're playing $150 for a trial, and you can make fifty to 60000 Some people making 6000 over. I mean, uh, six digits over there. Wow. Yeah, and you get to keep all your endorsements. Like, they're hungry over there, man. They're, you know, they want to have fun, and they, they love American football, so they want to eat, and they want to be one of the biggest programs ever. Wow. That, that, Eight that, weeks. Eight that, weeks in Cancun, Acabo, or Progressio, or Chihuahua. Eight weeks. <laughs> wow. I mean, this is this is some this is news that that we this is kind of like new to us. I mean, yeah. we heard about it, but we never we never knew the details of it. So for you to share that with us, that just helped out so much. So many people. I'll tell you this much right now. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm from Texas. I'm I'm from South Texas. Actually, I'm actually really close to the border. I actually. I'll visit, uh, it's called Progreso, Texas, uh, and I'll go visit it. I'll go have some tacos, you know, enjoy it, enjoy, enjoy it with my family. But, uh, it, you know, it's crazy because down here in Texas, uh, especially South Texas, we have such a, 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 I mean, it's, we have an influx of talent that just never get that opportunity to, to play D1 or even D2 just because, you know, um, you know, it, it, it's hard. It's hard to, uh, to get your name out there or, or you know, get co- college coaches to to take yeah. notice of you. So this is all great news. I'm going to make sure I share this. Uh, but let me go ahead and turn it over to Fidel. I thank you so much, Trent. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. And, guys, anytime y'all want yeah. to come on, bro, I'm here for yeah. you. Well, well, Trent, uh, let's have you back maybe a week before the tryout so we can kind of get – because off my top of my head, I already have a couple – two players or, you know, athletes that we've interviewed in the past – that are looking for that kind of opportunity that you guys are offering right now. Uh, so just, you know, maybe a week before that starts, if we can have you come back on and let's just kind of refresh and re-talk about everything again. Yeah, most definitely, man. I mean, the trial is $150. I mean, guys standing in line for Jordans for four hours for about $250. So yeah, $150, it shouldn't be nothing for guys to go out there and try to change your opportunity in your life and in your kids' life or your family lifestyle. I mean, it's on you. <laughs> it's yeah. Unfor- it's unfortunate that I just missed the Dallas one, man. I have a bunch of, I have a bunch of friends, and and I know a, young, a bunch of young men that are looking for that kind of opportunity. So, well, I mean, it, it, any player that's looking for the opportunity is going to travel where they need, you know, oh, yeah. where oh, yeah, where they need course. to be. So, yeah, uh, Trent, serious about it. Yeah, of course. Serious about it, man. All right. Uh, well, well, Trent, we just want to say thank you. We appreciate your time. Let's have you come back on the show a week before the tryouts in mid-October so that way we can make sure that, you know, the opportunity is heard for all the athletes that are out, out there. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate y'all having me on, bro. Yeah. We appreciate Trent, we you. appreciate your time. And everyone out there, thank you for watching. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great night. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. 
But I like airplane. I know you do. But Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid.